this is going to be a short podcast. It's sort of a ramble, but not really, not really. It's more of a reaction. Um, about eight days ago, Joe, Joe Rogan, I was about to say Joe Biden. Joe Biden's coming next. Joe Rogan, uh, they, it came out that he signed an exclusive deal with Spotify. So I think by September, October, all his stuff will be pulled off of YouTube and it's just going to be in Spotify. And he, and he sold it. And he, 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 I think the deal's $100 million. And that was, I mean, it sent ripples across the podcast in the world, you know, the alternative media worlds, because Joe Rogan is Joe Rogan, you know, and Spotify is dishing out a huge amount of money. And for me, it's not really about Spotify. It's like, okay, it's not really about Joe Rogan. Like, I'm shocked. Oh my God, Joe Rogan, you know, he got so much money and blah, blah, blah. No, for me, I am more looking at it, what it means for the future, for those of us in alternative media, in the sense that for those of us in alternative media, YouTube, Play this. I do YouTube, but I don't do YouTube for politics, right? Um, I'm on YouTube for other things, metaphysics and things like that, and health. Now, for me personally, YouTube has been going down the tubes for a long time. There've been it's been a lot of censorship. It's and it, it, the censorship has, and not even just censorship. Forget about the censorship because you can get you can get into conspiracy with that, and I don't like conspiracy stuff. But it's no question. That the algorithm is set up in a certain way. And in a sense, it's almost like if you are... Because think about the concept of fake news. Fake news, when we say fake news, the media doesn't get called out on when it has fake news. Right? And I'm not talking about it from the conspiracy angle. I'm talking about things like, you know, you would hear people talk about socialism in Venezuela over and over and over. And they wouldn't tell you. We do things to stay to destabilize Venezuela too. It's not even conspiratorial. The conspiracy part of it would be if we actually did the coup, like when the the Chavez had a coup, and then the recent coup now with, with the voting elections. Not really a coup, but I mean there was a lot of pressure to to change government, right? That stuff is harder to prove. But in terms of destabilizing the government, we it's pretty it's pretty documented, right? Yet you would never hear the mainstream media say that. So when people are talking about socialism and Venezuela and all this type of stuff, and they report it like fact, it, even even when they would say Bernie Sanders is a socialist, Bernie Sanders is a social democrat. It, it's it's not not even social. Well, no, I'm sorry, democratic. I'm sorry, social the social democrat is actually a political party. He's a he's a democratic socialist. It's not not that's not a socialist. A socialist, like literally Bernie Sanders. Like when you say socialist, Bernie Sanders just believes that. He, he takes aspects of socialism and wants to expand the government, but the expansion is not big enough to qualify as a socialist, especially if you go, if you go to Europe, Bernie Sanders will not be a socialist, yet the media reports that the same. So I observed that, and not just me, many people, no, forget about me, many people have observed that they, the YouTube algorithm is kind of rigged and alternative media will always come at the bottom. And that's, okay, and if you say, well, yeah, you guys can't compete with CNN and MSNBC. Have you ever looked to CNN and MSNBC's YouTube and looked at look at the amount of dislikes it has? Bro, crazy! It is crazy. Like literally, it will be like a thousand likes and three thousand dislikes. I'm I'm not even playing. It's crazy. So obviously, the audience 
And that, because if somebody wants to say, well, is this a whole bunch of disgruntled progressives and people from alternative media's fans doing that? Yeah, but it wouldn't matter because literally you would have 1,000 likes, 2,000 dislikes, sometimes 3,000 dislikes, like triple. And you can't, their audience is not actually bigger than ours. So you can tell even the independent audience who doesn't really deal with alternative media the way we do, like they may listen, they may, you know, they might say, let me punch up CNN real quick, right? Even they don't like this stuff, and they're neutral. They may not be into Young Turks and Kyle Kalinske and Jimmy Dore. They may not be into that, but they're, they, are, they're, they are astute enough to know when they're, they're being fed BS. And that is interesting because then we're saying what, what people were saying has been right. There has to be something in the algorithm because if you go... Not by, in, like when times like right now, I know it's Corona, so I mean, even when I'm doing political rambles, kind of hard. In the Corona world, it's been hard, man. I ain't gonna lie, it's been hard because, of, because most political stories are really centered on Corona. And, you know, it's not really, like a lot of the politics, politics stuff has kind of stalled, right? But if you look, if you go to a time that's not, um, how would I say this? A time that's not where people are running, right? No question. No question about it. Um, the alternative media's numbers, so like the, some of the big dogs, get bigger hits than MSNBC and CNN. I'm not going to count Fox. Fox is different because I, I always think the right wing, there's less tension among right wing and conservative sources with their alternative media than the left and their alternative media. Right. So in the right or the conservatives, when you see a rising star, they kind of I make mean, look at like this. A Candace Owens, who just says garbage a lot of times. Right. She would still be embraced by Fox more than Sank Hugo who would be embraced by MSNBC. We kind of know that because he used to have a job in MSNBC. and He lost it. Right. So we kind of see that. So it's kind of interesting from that point of view to observe, I would say. So when you see then Joe Rogan getting a deal with, with Spotify. I think that's a win for independent content creators or independent media who is using YouTube specifically, specifically YouTube, to push their agenda. And I think Spotify will probably have a no-nonsense... I'm no, sorry. Spotify will probably have, uh, you know, like a... How would I say this? It'll probably have like a... Like a... Less like less hands-on approach. They don't do algorithms and stuff like that. And you know, if you don't say what they want, they'll pull you. They don't have all that stuff. So I think if you if you look at it from the aspect, will his audience grow? No, his audience is not going to grow. Right, his audience will probably decline. But I don't think it'll be like Alex Jones when Alex Jones got just got wiped out. And his audience, and even though his audience might slightly decline, he would have a lot of power. But beyond beyond Joe Rogan, it's better for all of us. Because it shows you that there is a shift happening from YouTube and more and more people. Like, there's things, things like Anchor make almost podcasting like, fuck, like freaking uh, YouTube. Because I'm telling you, I've been podcasting since 2015. Not Political Ramble, but other podcasts, right? And I can tell you this. In 2015, it could have been actually 16, I'm sorry. But like I said, 2015, 2016, it was actually much harder to podcast. Literally, to get listened to iTunes, you have to have a website. 
Literally. You have to have a website to get listen to iTunes. Now, you know, and, and in the podcast, you buy had equipment to edit. Now you could, I do political ramble from my freaking phone. It's different. So I think Joe Rogan getting $100 million benefits all of us. Even though a lot of us don't, a lot of us don't see it yet. See, I, I was, I was, I never did politics for YouTube. So for me, when I'm saying us, I'm just saying alternative media who put information out, who put news out, who comment on, who have material that they could, could be considered, they're not journalists, they're not, but they're bloggers, you know, they're political commenters, things like that, right? Yes, without question. Joe Rogan, go to Spotify? Because what does it mean? It means Spotify and a lot, probably a lot of their competitors are seeing a hole in YouTube that they can exploit. And if they exploit it, the people who make content will be so much better. This is Cyrus King with a political ramble. Till next time, peace.